Hello everyone, I am Felicia Williams and this is the Power Living Under God podcast. You are listening to this series called Help, I'm Shifting. Today in episode 9, the generational shift. We will be talking about how you and I are of importance in our generation You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Thank you in advance for always supporting the plug, Power Living Under God. Well, let us begin. Here on this platform, we use the GPS, God Provided Services, found in the truth of His Word to get us to our destiny while we're on this journey. Today, we will be reading from Matthew 1, verses 1 through 17, in its entirety. It's the record of the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the Son, descendant of David, the Son, descendant of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac, the father of Jacob, and Jacob, the father of Judah, and his brothers, who became the twelve tribes of Israel. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron, and Hezron, the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Amenadad, and Amenadad, the father of Nation, and Nation, the father of Salmon. And Salmon was the father of Boaz by Rahab. Boaz was the father of Obed by Ruth. And Obed, the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of David, the king. David was the father of Solomon by Bathsheba, who had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam was the father of Abiah. And Abiah, the father of Asa. And Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat, the father of Jehoram. Jehoram, the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham. And Jotham, the father of Ahaz. And Ahaz was the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh, Manasseh, the father of Amon, and Amon, the father of Josiah. Josiah became the father of Jeconiah, also called Kaniah and Jehoashim, and his brothers at the time of the deportation, the exile to Babylon. After the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah became the father of Sheatel, and Sheatel, the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the father of Abihu, and Bihu, the father of Elakim, and Elakim, the father of Azar. Azar was the father of Zadok, and Zadok, the father of Ahim, and Ahim, the father of Eluid, and Eluid was the father of Elazar, and Elazar, the father of Mathan, and Mathan, the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of of Joseph, the husband of Mary, by whom Jesus was born, 
who is called the Messiah. So all the generations, y'all, from Abraham to David are 14. From David to the Babylonian deportation, the exile, there were 14 generations. From Babylonia to the Messiah, 14 generations. Whew. Now, you know that was a lot of names. And some of those names I may not have pronounced correctly. But the point is today, from generation to generation, there was somebody that was good, bad, indifferent. There were many shades. There were many languages. There were all sizes. There were all kinds of people with good behavior, bad behavior, right attitude, the wrong attitude. Those that had slips, ups, and slip outs. Those who were doing the right thing. Those who did the wrong thing. The point is, there was a generational shift. You heard it read in your hearing. The last name called. You know, the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Jesus, the Messiah. Today, I just want to share with you how you are important in your generation. We need to take time to explore, investigate who's in your lineup. Where do you stand and where do you fit? Do you know your DNA? Do not avoid, do not avoid your DNA. Do not avoid your biological connection to those who come before you. Do not avoid where you are in your genealogy. What do you stand? What is your purpose? What is it that God wants to do through you, in you? You are important. And the greatest example of them all is Jesus coming down through the genealogy of his people. It is amazing to me. You Bible scholars and those of you who may not be, if you're under the sound of my voice and you don't know some of these names or some of the stories, please go into the treasure of God's word in Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. Pick you a name, if you will, through Jesus' genealogy and learn about that particular family member. You will soon find out that that family mimics, mirrors your family and mine. It is important that we understand that through this genealogy, there was murderers, prostitutes. There were dysfunctions in this lineage. But the end, Jesus, the last, who is the first, the first, who is the last, covered all of the bad, covered all the sin, the evil, and the wickedness that was associated with this genealogy. What's interesting is that these individuals did not have no sin at all. But these individuals were designed, purposeful to be a part of the divine genealogy so that 
we would know Jesus can cover all that our ancestors and those that come gone before us and even us who start another generation, nothing can separate us from the love of God and nothing can separate us or taint us or toxic us where the blood cannot heal us, deliver us and set us free. Well, today I want to encourage you to find out, Lord, who am I in my genealogy? What is it you want me to do? And how do you want me to deliver to some and introduce to others the Messiah who came, went back to the Father and is to come again, called Jesus, left his Holy Spirit for you and I so that we can live a life much like him, but we can't be him. What part do you play? Well, for me, that's important because our families matter. You got to know what blood is running through your vein so that when you act the way you act or behave the way you do, you understand it could be biologically tied to a father, to a mother, to an uncle, to a grandparent. But the good news is you don't have to repeat a thing. Or maybe you repeat it one time and you realize I don't have to do this over and over again. I don't have to become what my grandfather was or was not or what my grandmother was or was not. I have the ability to do it differently because there's been a generational shift. I believe that each generation comes with a wealth of knowledge each generation comes with something that the past generation didn't have. Well, I want to give credit, I believe, to the Christ, to Jesus, who enables each generation to carry out the will of the Father so that every generation have what it needs. And then some to be able to operate in the kingdom for such a time as this. It's a generational shift, y'all. So that means the millennials don't um, outdo the baby boomers or the baby boomers don't outdo the Gen X and Gen X. And you know what I'm saying is this. There's no generation greater than the next generation because here's the key. Jesus is the answer. To all generations, but each generation comes with and comes without something. But what we all need is Jesus. That's why this genealogy that was read in your hearing today is the most important of them all. And mind you that Jesus came through 14 generations. Where do you come in your family lineage? More importantly, what is your purpose? Are you changing 
the game? Are you a game changer in your family? Are you a game changer in your generation? What are you leaving as legacy? What are you doing to impact the next generation? Or are you doing what others done before you that did not cause the generation to thrive? Only to survive. I don't know about you. I'm not about just surviving. I want to thrive. Therefore, I want to give something to my grandchildren. My grandmother gave even unto me. Wasn't a whole lot of money, but an inheritance is important. But inheritance can be tangible and intangible. You see, Christ gave us the greatest gift, where God the Father gave us the greatest gift of all in his son, Jesus. So if we have Jesus, we've accepted the son as our personal savior, we have all that we need. But we do know that there are some things that come with that in it called action. What will we do now that we got a treasure? On the inside of us We have to put some action to it We got to do something about it We got to change the trajectory Of our generation Of our family You know because in this lineage It blew my mind That the sisters in the lineage Were prostitutes The sisters in the lineage Were Seemingly misused Or abused But that's not what's important. What's important is God uses sisters to carry, mm, to carry the promise, to carry the divine purpose. It's sisters that carry kings. Sisters give birth to kings. I'm in the passage. Notice it said, by Tamar, by Rahab, by Ruth. Those are sisters. But sisters carry kings. And it's amazing that the scripture kept saying fathered. David fathered. Obadiah fathered. Judah fathered. Who, brothers, are you fathering? See, fathering is different from being just a daddy. See, you can be a daddy and be a part of bringing forth the king. But who is the father that's helping the young kings get to their destined place? That's giving instruction. That's giving sound wisdom. Though the young king may not take it in the beginning. They may fall by the wayside. But according to this genealogy, it doesn't matter. Because if you part of the divine genealogy, you will get to your destined place. But are there any fathers fathering the kings who were Carried by the mothers, queens, if you will. Oh, it's divinely orchestrated by God. The setup has been a divine setup. It's a genealogy shift. It's a generational shift. But you can't be a participant without being knowledgeable of why you are where you are and to do what it is God has strategically Design and purpose for you to do In the African American community We 
call our sons and daughters kings and queens. But it's not just for our culture. It's for all cultures because Jesus died for us all. But we in the African-American community had to rise up and begin to speak into existence, into our sons and our daughters, to our children, to remind us who we are. Because along the way, we got bamboozled to believe that we were inferior to some. None of us are inferior to none. What we ought to be is what God called us. And if God is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, he's the King of Kings. He's the ultimate king of all kings. It takes a young king to know that his father is king and the father to know that God is king. The kingship then begins to ripple in the genealogy. But if there is a father or a daddy who don't know who he is, divinely connected or tied to in the Godhead, then it can't be carried on because somewhere we lose the knowledge of what the truth is. So I'm calling forth by the spirit of God. All fathers rise to the occasion. Sisters, queens rise to the occasion and know that you are a carrier of a gift that no man can buy. Carrier of a gift that only comes from heaven above. You got to know who you are. Then you will understand the generational shift. God is good all the time and all the time. Yes, God is good. It's important for us to know who we are. Because without knowing who we are, we go to a lot of places and we never get To our design destination. Well. The generational shift has already begun. Know your DNA. Do not avoid it. Sisters. Teach your children. Who their fathers are. Who their daddies are. Either way they need to know. Fathers. Train up and instruct your sons who are kings. Advise them of the potholes and pitfalls you had and then teach them who it is that delivered you from where you come from. Same with us as well, sisters, because then we all have the same story that we couldn't deliver ourselves. It had to be from the king of kings, God, the deliverer. That's the generational shift. So, as I come to a close, I hope this episode was inspiring enough for you to believe that you are a part of a generational shift, to carry the gospel of the good news that Jesus saves from the guttermost to the uttermost. He wants you and I to carry the message, sisters. He wants you, brothers, To father the kings through the lineage that we were brought up through and in. It's not them. It's you. Believe it. Receive it.
walk in it, talk like it, live like it. Come on, brothers. Let's get it, sisters. We were created for purpose. It's in your genes. You're part of the family, the generational shift. To God be the glory. As you make the shift, please subscribe, share, rate, write a review. If this podcast has brought you any, any joy or has added any value to your life, I am Felicia Williams, the plug, power, living under God. Until next time, stay connected. Hold on. There's a shifting happening near you.